All right, let's go. All right, Tim, I know one of your favorite hockey players is Shane Wright, and uh, we've been watching him now. And uh, what, how, how old was he when we started watching him? I think the, he was, again, he called up. So he's a little bit like Connor McDavid. He was 14, I think 13 when we saw him play his first game. And he came out, took a shot, hit the post, hurt his ankle, and that was it. <laughs> he didn't play for the rest of the game. So he, we saw him when he was 14 playing minor midget. I remember his agent coming up to me and saying, uh, I'd like to have I'd like you to have lunch with him, and I said no, I don't have lunch with him. But I said I'll tell you one thing. He's got to shoot more. Uh, he go he used to do like Gretzky, go over to the side, you know, like Gretzky. Yeah. He go over to the side, and uh, and he feed it to a winger called Othman, who's playing for uh, Flint. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, anyhow, he used to stop and pass him all the time. I said he better shoot more because it's the old story. A guy that shoots and scores drives a, a, a Cadillac. And a guy that doesn't shoot drives a cheaper car. I won't say a cheaper car. <laughs> and, and I think that next trip, I think the next game, he got a hat trick. got a hat, got a hat, hat trick. trick. And, so, and uh, he's been going ever since. He got to score more. And yeah, I, he, uh, he kind of had, had a bit of an off season. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, and, you know the, and, you know, and head scout said, just what you said, when you, when when you go to see a guy, you start nitpicking. Oh, he's not that good. He's right. not this thing. You do when you go like that, all the scouts. And you know, you and I went out and watched the kids by you know the end of December, beginning of no uh, beginning of January. You do you start nitpicking? Yeah, even McDavid, you started nitpicking his games. Yeah. So and, you know, and with the, the the killer of all time. As he reminds me of Bobby Orr. <laughs> yeah. So you'd go to the game expecting something like Bobby Orr. Yeah, that, that, yeah. And, was, uh, that was, and, and he's, well, he's no Bobby Orr, but didn't say he, he was I like. A quick, a funny story was uh, Paul Coffey's son was playing and uh, he was a defenseman and he was pretty good. Like he was, yeah, he, he was bad. He wasn't bad. He was, he was pretty steady, stay at home defenseman. You shoot the puck low. Yeah. And so. I remember I was watching and I uh, was sitting with a guy and this guy was a scout, but he was a, he was a jerk. Like I didn't want to sit by him, but it was the only place to sit. So, you know, coffee's son gets the puck and he, he skates up and he makes a nice play. And so he looked at me, the scout, and he goes, well, I can tell you one thing. And I go, what? He goes, he doesn't skate like his old man. And I go, no shit. Let's see. You got Pavel Burry, Bobby Orr, Paul coffee. So the little 15 year old doesn't skate like his old man. No kidding. And, um, uh, did you say thanks, Captain Obvious? Yeah, yeah. So, but that was, you know, that was the cross he had to bear. But, Dad, I got to ask you, the rumor going around now is Kent Hughes, who's who really is the GM of Montreal, even though he's got the title of president or whatever. The, there, there's a strong rumor out that he's not going to take right first, and he's going to take, uh, I think, the Finn Yari something, Zolotsky or something. Well, the other guy has been playing in the men's league, which is pretty good. Yeah. But I know one thing. I take Shane Wright, boy. I I watched him, boy. He was uh, he is he, he he's not. I don't know if he's a franchise player, but boy, he's yeah. dynamite. See, the thing I unfortunately for like him, he's probably got people are going to expect him to be like McDavid or McKinnon. Yeah. Well, nobody's like. That. And the, you know, there nobody's like those no. guys, right? 
So, uh, but the rumor was New Jersey flew him down, kind of wine and dined him and all that. But if Montreal, like, uh, I personally, like I, I like the kid and, you know, I met his, I, I met his agent. And he's big and so, too. Yeah. He's about five, five eleven. But I, 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 I just hope he doesn't go to Montreal because I just think the expectations are going to be way too big. Well, my and brother, the fans, fans will be on him. My brother is with Kingston and they expect him to come back. You know, come back to junior. But if he goes with Montreal. Yeah, uh, they'll keep him. They'll and, keep him because he's a number one star. Yeah. And they don't mind guys, you yeah. know, young and all that. The only good thing of him going to Montreal is I really think Martin St. Louis would help him. Martin St. Louis is a good coach. And uh, look what he did. He turned, turned that team around. And uh, yeah. I think, yeah, Martin St. Louis would help him. My thing, too, though, talking about Kent Hughes again from Montreal he he was with the Rangers almost that whole team is his team the guy yeah. he built the whole New York Rangers well he'll do the same thing in Montreal yeah but how do you feel like you look and you go they're two wins away from going to the finals well, and he's the guy that built the team well I, I think he's happy in a way yeah he's showing the bosses in Montreal that what what he's already done so right you got to listen to him yeah you got to listen to him now because look what he's done in uh, New York and boy they look pretty good they why well, they're pretty fortunate. They're pretty fortunate. Well, they got a good goal. I mean, he that goal. I mean, he's just been unbelievable. Yeah. So, Dad, you've always told me when we're watching games and stuff like that, if a team's falling asleep, and they do fall asleep, and and don't ask me why they fall asleep, but they do fall asleep. And you say just let them fall asleep. They right? don't hit them. Don't hit somebody because if you really cream a guy, and you're usually winning if they're falling asleep. If you really cream a guy, you wake them up, boy, and, and now they go, and, and they go as a team, too. Right, and that happened in game two. It was 3-1, and Tampa had packed it in. You know, they were looking to go back. There was maybe about 12 minutes to go in the third period, and Truba really corked uh, Sorelli cutting across center, like really corked him. Doesn't make any sense. And you could see Tampa just, oh, Yeah. And they stormed, like, if Shazerkson didn't play, like, lights out, they not only would they have tied the game up, made it 3-2, they would they might, they easily could have won that game yeah. regularly. So, but your thing is, don't wake a team up. Don't wake them up. Just let them, let them fall asleep and win the game. That, the main thing in hockey is to win. And that's, uh, it's like a ship. You don't, uh, don't, uh, don't upset people. If things going light, everything going along, you're winning. The main thing is to win. So can, can I ask you a question? Did uh, like can you as a coach w- make your team or make sure it doesn't fall asleep? Well, usually it happens a couple of times. They what the you be, are, you, are you waking them up for? And so so the teams and we used to have a hitting team. We used to hit a lot, especially a dirty hit. Or semi-dirty hit. A mean hit. Like that, a mean hit. Like Trubis was a clean hit, but it was mean. Yeah, and he meant it. And he meant to hurt. Well, him. usually it's your fourth or your third or fourth line yeah. that usually cream a guy because they don't get on that. Well, you know, they play eight or nine. And they minutes. want to prove that they're you know yeah. worthy of the first line or second <laughs> but, line. So, Dad, Daryl Sutter wins Coach of the Year. You know all about have, that. What she should have. But, yep, I did, and uh, he, he he said, I, "I hope Gallant wins it." Uh, I know I told a story before, but I'll tell it. I'll hurry it through. He was on the bus and he got fired. And he, they, the players were on the bus and he had to get his equipment from underneath the bay, bay this is bus in and wait for a cab. And then he goes to Las Vegas and he does really good there and he gets stiff there too. 
So I don't think he'll get stiff to New York. He's doing a great job in New York so far. And uh, this is Sunday morning as we're talking. Sutter's a good guy. He really is a good guy. And, and uh, So you won Coach of the Year, right? You yeah, I won Coach, coach of the, the Year. And what was 75, was it? 70, I don't know. 75 or 76? Both in the American League and the NHL. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So tell us your acceptance speech. Oh, and when you oh yeah, I, that one went over like a lead balloon. I don't think even mom was happy on that one. No, she did I, not. Stupid. Think, she was not amused. Stupid. But it was a little bit different. It was wasn't a really big. Well, like, everybody that wants something before, right? right? But I mean, like, like it wasn't big and televised and everything. No, it was no, just like a it was like a luncheon, right? It was a big lunch, and it was a big lunch, and everybody yeah. was there. Everybody that should have been there so, was there. So it's still luncheons, not well, a big yeah, but dinner. It was a, it was dinner a big, versus luncheon, Dad. Well, there's a big Well, difference. it was a big deal, <laughs> and um, everybody was there that should be there. And the play, some of the players were there, too. And I get up, and I, and I, dumb, I don't know why I did it, but stupid. Well, did you rehearse it before, Were you, or no, did this just come off the top of your head? That come off the top of my oh, head. Oh, that's never a good sign, folks. No, that's a bad sign. <laughs> I said... It, now let me how, how did I say that? There'll be many, many, many coaches and and uh, that, that, that 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 win this thing, and they deserve it. They really do. And um, I'm I'm shortening this up a little bit because everybody thought I was going to say the same thing as everybody else, you know, and all that stuff. And I said, but they'll none deserve it more than me. And I can see the people down. Did, what did, they, did he, what did he did, say? Did anyone clap after that? No, or was it was sl- dead silence. <laughs> and the players were laughing in the background because they knew what I was doing. So when you came back to the table, Harry was there. What did he say to you? Oh, he was mad. You know, I should have said, you know, yeah. Harrison had got the players yeah. I wanted. And everything, yeah, there were so I, many good things you could yeah, have said. Yeah, so many things I could have said. And, and, he, <laughs> and he, he just looked at me. He says, is everything a joke to you? <laughs> All right, Tim, tell us about spread. I want to, boy, there's a lot out there now. Yes. Holy Dinah. What was it, What was that one? You told a story last week about, I want to interrupt this uh, game. Yeah, there was a, there was an article talking about all the new betting things out there that spreads has been around. Spreads.ca has been around for a very long time, but now they're all over the place. And one guy wrote in an article, he goes, when I watch Hockey Night in Canada, I'm expecting a voice to come on. We interrupt this co- these commercials for betting sites to bring you the hockey game. So, <laughs> That's about it. So, but uh, our sponsors are Spreads.ca. They've been, ar- they've been around a long time before all the Johnny Come Latelys. And they're an online casino and sports book. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes. And yep. you're all the same, Tim. The, the, the odds are the same. And- yeah, pretty much odds are the same. Nothing, nothing changed. There's not... Like if you go to one to the other, there's very little difference yeah. in it. So, so but, let's. But I also want to say, let's also say that they are very generous. If you love animals out there, and you have a dog that you love, and you're debating, and you think all the all the sites are the same, well, then go to Spreads.ca because they supported Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. I forgot Foundation. about that. Yeah, very very generous there. So I mean, if they're all the same, then yep. go to that one. Yep. And again, you go to Spreads.ca, and if you use the promo grapes, they'll match your deposit up to five hundred dollars. You get 10 spins on the big wheel, and if you get three of Dad's jackets, you win a lot of money. And then your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. So, um, And everybody's betting the playoffs, and pretty much, Dad, now everybody's written off the Oilers. They're down 3 nothing. No, You know what I used to say when I, they won their, their game in their hometown? We're going to win ours in our hometown. And, and but, usually but they happened. didn't. No, <laughs> they didn't. But that's what I used to say. And but, if, but if you were a betting man, you would bet that they would win the next one, don't you think? I mean, for them to be to have a sweep. 
No, they, I don't think they'll have a sweep. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think. they got to win one game. Smith, you can't blame Smith for that game uh, they lost. Um, he, he played pretty good. Well, 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 the one goal, the one goal is kind of a funny goal. The other one we went off of uh, Darnell Nurse's stick and went in. And yeah, then, you can't you know, do anything were, about that. You no, know, Francouz. He's another backup goalie that's playing well. Because yeah. Kempers, they don't know if Kempers going to come back. And I don't know. All these backup goalies, they go in and they step in. I guess they throw, throw the shooters off or something. But it's like you putting Gilly in. Yeah. <laughs> Must go into that someday. I remember I, remember I made the decision to take a walk, and I, and I didn't even tell Harry. Well, we weren't talking at the time. And, uh, you know, to put the backup goalie in over Gary Cheever's Hall of Famer. Uh, I must have been. I must have had something. By the way, but there was a reason because you were. This was from in Montreal, right? Well, I knew we were never. He, some reason that year uh, Montreal had his number. I don't know what it was. I don't know. And, and we, we we won. They lost one game, one game at home, <laughs> one game. The whole season they lost the, one, one game. game. I think they lost four all season though. I forget what they. I mean, it was unbelievable. And if they lost, it was. They were they wonder, weren't interested. I wonder who they lost to. Uh, well, not twice. To, twice to us, twice to the Bruins. You, they, you, you beat we them won at home. two out of three. We beat them at home, and then I uh, beat them once in Montreal. Yeah, and so two other teams beat them. So we we were pretty good, but, but you know the big thing about them, and here we are. I'm going off on a tangent here. The big thing you could beat them one game, but boy, try to beat them four out of seven. They could throw their third and fourth line was as good, pretty good. So anyhow. How did we get into this? Well, just talking about uh, Colorado's backup goalies in there, but uh, yeah. boy, that McKinnon—he's just—he's unbelievable. Oh, I, I, he's I, strong. You see when he when they have it when the other team has a penalty yeah. when, and when he hits the blue line, he's going ninety miles an hour. He passes. Watch when he goes in. He passes to the left hand. The swingers waiting yeah. there just over the blue line. He passes it to yeah. him. He reminds me more of Pavel Burry than. Yeah, but not the, as big, Pavel is not as big, but yeah, but he, can, he like he gets that puck and he goes in the center. Like, but he's so big though, you can't can't yeah. hurt him. Yeah, like he's really wide, eh? Like, and he, he yeah, Burry, Burry was small. He's a bit yeah. bigger, but boy, they passed like you know on the, on the power play. They put the they give him the puck at the blue line and he takes they, off. You don't know what you're gonna do. He goes 90 miles an hour and he he, he hugs the left side and he passes to the left winger. He, he leaves the puck with him unless he sees an opening. But boy, he has something. I like to see, okay, there's a puck at the blue line, and McDavid and him are at the goal line. Uh, so I don't know. Go, boy. who would win? I don't know, boy. That I, McDavid's I, I, pretty good, too. He's leading the league right now as we're talking. Yeah, be t- I think it's pretty tough for them to win four, four straight off of Colorado. No, they won't win. There's no way they're going to win four straight. So, Dad, just go back to the Tampa, New York uh, series. Tampa was off for eight days. Oh, did, yeah. did that kill? Does that kill them? Oh yeah, it, it 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 does something. And I did. I tried everything. We used to get a buy all the time, and we used to win, and we get that buy. And yeah, it didn't. And and you'd be on a roll. Oh, you'd be on a roll. You know, you, we I'd try everything. I'd take money away from players. I'd say, okay, whoever's going to win this scrimmage, well, you, you get. Did 50 you ever minutes. take them away, or was that during training camp? No, and I, I I remember my first year. They stayed at a hotel. And everybody went home. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That no, is weird. No, I, I, I didn't believe in that. But Scotty, Scotty Bowman did. 
Scotty used to take yeah, them. Yeah, now oh, that's interesting. Go ahead and tell that. Like, yeah, and Scott, Scotty Bowman used to take them up the Laurentide. I, I, not, not, not the mountains up there or something. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he used to take them up there. And, you know, he, he, they, he wouldn't be bothered with tickets and, you know, everybody yeah. be bothered. And, and they. And you won't say about it, about the wives. Taking no, the no, I wouldn't. Out I, used to, I used to say yeah. that. Yeah. Careful, that's how Mike Milbury lost his job. That's right. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, it was telling the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, well, you can't. Hey, we know you can't say No, you that. can't tell the truth. No. No, and you, no, there's nothing you can do. I, you they can, either come out of it or they do come out of it. And they might come out of it uh, being at home. And um, Well, it's, like I said before, we were talking earlier, when, when, when Truba hit that Sorelli, yeah. you could just see they went into another gear. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't, there's no, no way of getting them out of it. They have to come out of the, themselves. So when you were coaching, you used to say, 10 minutes into a game, you kind of knew which way the. Oh, was I knew. And Cheevers used to fool me once in a while. He'd, he'd come up with a great game and we'd win. But boy, I'll tell you one thing. And, and I used to love it when the other team would hit one of our guys. And it's, like, yeah, that's, been, that would be the only way to wake up the Bruins yeah, that's the only is, way. is to hit Middleton or Rattel. Or you get, an, you get an odd goal and, hey, maybe we can win Whoa. this game. Yeah. So you know. what, like, what was the sign that you knew that this was going to be a rough night and was going to be tough to win? I don't know. I, I just I just yelling on the bench like they weren't, you know, yelling. At, I don't know what it was. It was just something. Well, sometimes just, you fell asleep too, Dad. Remember your first. Remember your first behind the bench and a, a Boston Bruin fan yelled. Oh, wake I up, wasn't asleep that game. Wake and, up the coach. Oh, wake remember up the coach. Remember someone yelled that? Holy shit! I tell you, I almost died when the guy yelled that. I well, know. people don't realize too in the old Boston Gardens, like they, you were literally right on top. If you were on the second balcony, you were hanging right over the ice. Right, oh, and you you got. You can, you can whisper and you can hear. You can hear, yeah. Like right. it's not I, like now. I remember when Terry O'Reilly got in a fight one time and he hurt his hand and hitting the guy, and but I thought I didn't have enough guys, so I sat him on the bench, which was a big mistake. And you didn't play him; you just I let didn't him sit play there. him. And the guy said, "Play O'Reilly, play O'Reilly," and I give the a, a, a medical report to the crowd. He can't play because he's got a sore hand. <laughs> you I stood what on is, the bench and you yelled I, I, that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and, and uh, the whole crowd knew it because you could hear me all over the... <laughs> well, your voice does carry. Yeah, and you know, I, re- I remember a guy, my very first game, there was a guy who was on um, Phil Esposito, just giving it to him. Oh, yeah. Right straight Tell straight that story. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so he was there for a couple of games and... Uh, and Phil said, that guy's been on me for two games. He says, he won't be there the next game. By golly, wasn't he even in the seat? <laughs> there you go. I don't know what happened to the guy, but... Uh, hey, he, task. I don't know what happened, but he, he, he wasn't in the seat, and he'd never give it to him again. And, so, and another thing about the Boston Gardens, they used to have the shot clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that, that, yeah. And I'd hear, I'd hear... See, he never gives us a shot there. He never gives us a shot... They were more worried about getting shots on goal than they were winning my first year. Especially Gilly. Yeah, because Phil would be mad that you weren't giving us a shot, and Jill Bear would be mad that they weren't crediting them a shot, right? Because his average would go down. And and they were more worried, both the the goaltenders. and the forwards. Yeah, and they were more worried about getting shots on goal than they were winning. I said, Yari, I said, you take that shot clock out of there. And he said, well, I says, if you don't take it out, I'm going to take it during the game. I'm going to go and rip it off the wall. And it was gone. And he gone. And they took it off. Harry, Harry was a good GM. So, Dad, one more thing about the playoffs. The new, I saw on the Internet, so it must be true. The Rangers have put their final tickets, uh, tickets for the finals on. 
So how much do you think it is, Cindy, for around the glass? So this is not scalpers, what they're asking. No, I think this is third, third, second ticket. So this is what... So this is legit. This isn't like a guy this, on the street. This is on StubHub, I think it was. Well, I would say 3500 5000 What do you think, Dad? That'd be my guess. Let me get this right. 3500 for a t- ticket? That's yeah. what I would think. No, but what's the answer? <laughs> well, the StubHub, they're going for 9975 bucks. Well, don't ask me. I would... What would you have you said? I would have said, I would have, I, w- I wouldn't have said thirty five hundred. I would have said a thousand. Well, I <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you don't write the check. I guess for I don't. <laughs> buying the leaf tickets for your season ticket. Like with the Leafs, oh, you got to buy the full. Like they're going to go win the Stanley Cup in seven games. You got to buy all the tickets. <laughs> Remember the time, Dad? I was I was uh, writing the checks then, and I said, Dad, uh, Leafs contact. They want to. You got to pay for all if they go seven. They go the full seven games to the Stanley Cup. We got to pay for the tickets up front, and uh, they were way behind. And I said, Should I should I get them? Because I says if I don't get them and they make the playoffs, I'm going to look awful stupid. Cindy, that's money in the bank. <laughs> and that was years ago, and I I laughed at that. That was. Oh, great. I yeah, he did make because you write him a check, then they cash it, yeah. and then you know they give you the refund. And like, no, what they say is now, do you want the money or do you want this to go against your season tickets? Right. So that you never see the money either way, whether they make the playoffs or not, the money's gone. But dad, we were watching in the World Championships. Canada did, made us proud. Played Finland and got, they did a good job, and they should have won that thing. Yeah. They were they were playing well. Uh, a dumb penalty at the end. And, you know, I don't understand that. The, you know, they didn't show the pen. A guy hit a stick. He, he hit himself with a stick. Were, yeah, so Canada, in the, during, the, during the regular, during the game, I think it was the second period, there was, Canada was killing a penalty. And the guy, the, the Finn hit himself in the face with a stick. <laughs> and, and it showed, and, and it, they went over and saw it. Right. And they gave the Canadian a penalty. So and they goes, gave the penalty, and, and they saw it. And that's. Boy, I was I I was really I was hoping. But again, they were down. They were down by two with less than three minutes to go. Yeah, they scored they, two goals to tie it up. And they and that would have been a great one there to and win. And then uh, the Shabbat got a penalty again. The guy dove. Yeah, the guy. The guy. He, now Shabbat said, "I shouldn't have had my stick there." Yeah. Uh, he said that. But then the guy saw a stick there. He just fell. He, that was a Billy Barber special. Well, it wasn't as good as Billy Barber, but. Um, <laughs> That just fell. Up. It just fell, and they got it, and then they went. But they did it. They did, did us proud. Yeah. No. That and how many? Like they just kept coming back, game after game. They were yeah. down, and they, they came were down back. three nothing. I one time three nothing yeah. against uh, the Swedes. Yeah. It was about five minutes to go, and they ended up winning that. No. Well, they did us proud. Yeah, they did a good thing. So, but as we say, it's tough for winning over there in international hockey, especially well, over in Europe. And the but you know the funny you thing. You don't was, want a Canadian referee. But they had two Swede referees, so I thought, ah, the Swedes are going to give it to the Finns. Yeah, and, and they did. They didn't. They gave it to us. Well, blood is thicker than water, I guess, or something. <laughs> I don't know what one. it was. But the one thing you don't want when you're overseas is a Canadian referee. Ugh, because the Canadian referee will bend over backwards. You don't want a Canadian referee, that's no, all. Or American. Well, American's not bad. American. Yeah. Remember, in the, remember the... Just to get off on a tangent, the Olympics in um, Salt Lake City with the women's gold medal game. Oh, that was unbelievable. <laughs> the, they an, American, an American woman referee. Yeah. I gave penalty after. Eight, eight penalties in a row. Eight in the third period. Just, in a row. 
And, and, and boy, that was when Haley Wickenheiser was mad. And I, I was with Terry Leibel. And I saw her coming. Boy, she was just steaming, uh, Haley Wickenheiser. And she, walk, she walks in front of all the American television. And she says, there, then you're stepping on a Canadian flag. Hey, I'll show you. Boy, she was just ripping in. Yeah, because the rumor was that the Americans were walking on a Canadian flag, and which I the Americans denied. They said yeah, they didn't do it. Well, they naturally did decide it. But anyhow, you don't you don't fool with Haley Wickenheiser, and she's with the Leafs now. And uh, and they and, could have used her in the playoffs. Yeah, they could. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. So, Dad, we got sad news. One of your teammates, from the Rochester Americans, and uh, Larry Hillman passed away. Larry Hillman. I wrote wrote things down, and uh, I, they're not in order or anything. I just wrote them down, and I used to, he used to chew his food. 21 times. So, like, he count? Go it, well, I used, to, I used to watch him 21 times. Everyone would be 21 times. Must have uh, took him a long time to eat. No, I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know, we, we must have been talking or something like that. And after, and after we'd go for a walk, him and I would go for a walk when he was in Rochester. And uh, he'd never buy anything. That's what bugged me. And I used to buy something all the time, tie or something, anyhow. But he'd never buy anything. That, it's take, so aggravating going shopping with somebody. Yeah, and, then, and he and never. Then you're, ne- the, you're the only one that buys. Like, he why never, are we here? He never, ever, ever buy. And um, I remember one time I was playing with him. I, I don't. I usually played with Daryl Sly. I don't know why I was playing with him. And he, five goals now, and they're usually my fault. Believe me when I tell you. But they're all his fault. I got benched. <laughs> I got benched when they figured it's, if he was playing with somebody else, he wouldn't have made those mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the coach then? Who, who had been Joe the, Crozier. Joe Crozier. Oh, he loved anybody that was, uh, he loved anybody that was, uh, you know, what the That national. wasn't you. <laughs> he, loved, yeah. he, he, didn't, uh, he used to like me, though. I, I think he liked me. I remember one. Uh, well, he, made you co- he made you captain. Well, did he make you well, captain? He no, did, they, well, I was the ob- Oh, yeah, he made me captain. I remember when the, uh, he yeah. wanted uh, Brian Hextall or Teddy Taylor. Uh, our because in those days, uh, you the team voted, voted for yeah. the captain, not this, the way. who's the easiest guy to get the captain like so today. He, yeah, he'd give out the t- ballots and he'd write it in. And I voted for him for himself. Nothing <laughs> that I think of it. Anyhow, it came back and I, I won. And he said, I won. And he says, I want this captaincy straightened out. <laughs> Right, right away. Quit fooling around. Quit yeah. fooling around. And so, I come back in, everybody voted yeah. for me. <laughs> they wrote a, little cherries unanimous. on it. and they, It was unanimous. So then when and he grabbed it, he, remember, he, he grabbed the ballots and looked at them and threw them in the thing. He said, cherries are captain. <laughs> <laughs> Grudgingly. Yeah. I remember, I remember when, uh, I know we're talking about Larry, but we'll get back to Larry. And uh, I remember when uh, something would go wrong, he and and the bus is like if you drive to the bus and they all right everybody in your room by eleven o'clock Cherry I want to see you in my suite. <laughs> that was the famous line you heard countless times. I was all the time. Anyhow, he, there was a lot of guys. T- Cindy, you, you you got a list there. Well, I I don't know if people realize um, the the team the team list for you we guys. We were so good. That NHL teams would not play us. Yes. Go ahead. So this is 1965. You won the. So this is the Calder the Cup, Cup lineup right. for no, you I'll, guys. I'll mention it. And uh, okay, okay. So see how many of these guys made it even to the NHL. And I'm well, sure Bronco Horvath. Bronco's uh, number one. Bronco. He, he won the. Did I ever tell you the story about the time him and Bobby Hull 
were going for the t- title. Really? And, title for, yeah, for scoring? Yeah, scoring in the National oh, Hockey my League. Oh, goodness. Really? Yeah. And he got not he got really creamed and I, I think it was his jaw or something. And he and he could look right up and uh, and he saw Dolly, his wife. She didn't care one way or another. Yeah. He, anyhow, and he was brought to the hospital. He said, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. He brought the, and he lost by one point. So how many how many goals did he have that year in America? Thirty eight goals and sixty eight assists. Stan Smirk. Stan Smirk, the reason uh, he nev- never went to... Oh, boy, he was a good hockey player. He was. He, and his son, John, I think, went to, went to the National Hockey League. Boy, Stan Smirk was good. Jerry Eamon. Remember Jerry, Jerry he Eamon? Went to, he went to... Oh, the reason that Stan Smirk didn't go to the, the uh, NHL, he didn't want to... He was a, his father was a communist, and he went back and forth. It was a big deal back in those yeah, days. Yeah, that would yeah. have been a big... Well, that's, there's some inside stuff. And Jerry Eamon, he played... Uh, he uh, made it to the NHL yes, for sure. Yes, he sure did, boy. He, and, you know, of all the guys, uh, guys asked me who, who would make the best coach of all time. I thought Jerry Eamon would yeah, make Yeah, you the, always said that. I always said that. And he made me a scout. <laughs> they last longer. Yeah. Eddie Litzenberger? He, he was, and he was a great, he was in Chicago. He, he, he went to the National Hockey Dick League. Dick Gamble, whose uh, wife beat he, you he, up with a purse. <laughs> no, no, she was coming at me. And, um, and he, he played in uh, Montreal. He was a good player. Yeah, Wally Boyer. Wally Boyer played in the National Hockey League. And then uh, Red Armstrong. Now, Red I Ar- was surprised when you said that Red made it to the NHL. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. His first shift, first goal, first game, first shift, got a goal. Peter Stemkowski. Oh, yeah. Peter yeah. Stemkowski. How many goals did he get? Well, he got 17 goals and 22 assists. And how many games? That's- uh, games played would have been uh, 35. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, Dwayne Rupp. Dwayne Rupp. He went to National Hockey League. That's yeah, and he right. played. Yeah. And he went to Toronto, too. Toronto, too. Jimmy Pappen. Jimmy Pappen. Boy, boy. We'll tell, we'll, we'll, we'll tell some Jimmy Pappen stories one day. Boy, oh. there was a lot of them. He <laughs> we'll, was a, we'll put a, we'll put a, a warning jokester. on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then your defensive uh, cohort, uh, Daryl Sly. Daryl Sly went there, and uh, Daryl... Daryl had the best legs outside of war I've ever seen. There you go. And, of course, uh, our favorite, uh, another defenseman, first guy to wear glasses that I can remember uh, while playing hockey, Al Arbor. Al Arbor went to the National Hockey League, and he was with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think of Mr. Arbor. I think of him on the bench wiping his poor glasses with the steam. That's <laughs> all, all I covered. remember. With the, because he'd steam up. Can you imagine, folks, no helmet, no visor. He wears glasses, and he's a defenseman. One time, one time he was cut. And blood was all on the glasses. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah. There you go. And I was friends with his daughter, Joanne. Doesn't matter. Uh, Donnie, Don McKetty, not to be confused Don with McKinney, Jimmy McKetty. Yeah, he went to the National Hockey League. He was uh, he got in the trade. Billy Harris. Billy Harris. He, yeah, yeah he was with us. He didn't wear a helmet. And uh, Terry Clancy. Terry Clancy was related to, I think he was the grandson of uh, Clint Clancy. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And uh, your favorite goalie, Jerry Cheevers? Well, say no more. Say no more. And someone that we talked about a couple shows ago, Gary Smith. Gary Suitcase Smith. That's right. Said blonde, blue eyed. You see, how many games did Jerry play that year, Cindy? Jerry Cheevers played, if you can believe it, 72 games. (laughs) And how many did Gary play? 
one. <laughs> like, this is what I don't understand. You guys are always saying, oh, the goalies must yeah, be tired. I don't understand six, six games in a row. Well, that goalie's got to be getting tired. And there's a guy like Jerry. Holy smokes. I mean, that's just unbelievable how many games he played. Well, uh, we better, yeah. with Larry, Larry Hillman, we better f- uh, finish off with him. Uh, Ahead of me, I used to sit at the back of the plane all the time. We had a DC three. Used to catch on fire. Honestly, you, it would be a fire inside the the heater would heat up or something to be fire. Fire inside a plane, and I, I, uh, I tell you, uh, Larry, you better go tell it. There's a fire hot back here. <laughs> and another time we were flying on on a DC three, and I saw the oil street coming out of the the engine. While you're you know, up in the air. Yeah, well, we're up in the up air. Up in the air, and you see oil coming out of the wing. We didn't oh. care about anything. And anyhow, he was, he was, he was. Um, he got traded, though. He was, he moved. Oh, he was lot. traded. He, he wanted a five thousand dollar raise, and Punch Imlock would not give it to him. And he was him and Marcel Pronovo used to play, and I, I watched those old films, and he was the best player. He was anytime there was a, a chance of being scored on, he was the guy. Him and Pronovo would be out there all the time. Because he played on a lot of different teams, didn't Larry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you the one story. His father used to come, to, you know, that's a lot of the NHL teams. Yeah. Eight. 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 He played on eight NHL teams. And his father came to him and said, how come you're always being traded away? He's dad, don't you understand? That the other team wants me. <laughs> he was a great guy, and um, I'm sad to see him go. 